Welcome back everybody, my name's Paul, still not an animal expert, here with you for another daily tidbit about spiders for Napod Pomo for the month of November. Do hope you've been enjoying it. Today we are going to talk about banana spiders. This was a request from Luke and from Donna, my co-host. They both wanted to hear about banana spiders. There are five types of banana spiders, all belonging to the genus Cupenius. I hope I said that right. Banana spider is a colloquial name. So there's a lot of spiders that are called banana spiders out there. There's some spiders that are called banana spiders that aren't really banana spiders. But the one I'm going to focus on is the golden silk orb weaver spider, because they live here in Florida, and we call them banana spiders. They like warm climates. They're native to Central and South America, but they've probably found their way to other climates in imported banana shipments because they really love hanging out among banana trees. So native to Central and South America, but you can find these little guys throughout Asia, Africa, Australia, and the Americas and right here in Florida, like I said. Their body length is an inch and a half to two inches or about two centimeters. The females have bright yellow markings on their abdomens and are larger and more colorful than the males. And they, like a lot of other orb weavers, build massive, strong, super impressive webs, which have some very cool features. Banana spiders' webs are amazing. First of all, they are massive and strong. I remember when I used to work outdoors, I would walk into these webs from time to time, and they just stop you in your tracks. Compounds in the spider's body give the silk a yellowish-golden color, that shines really brightly in the sunlight, which attracts insects that are curious about shiny things. In the shade, that yellowish silk acts as a camouflage. No matter what the light conditions are, banana spiders can adjust the pigment in their bodies relative to the background light and the intensity, and this effectively makes the spiders and their webs invisible to their prey, and also sometimes humans. I think we've all had the experience of taking a hike or walking somewhere and then boom, all of a sudden you've walked right into a spider web. They love living among banana plants. And as I mentioned, they sometimes get scooped up when bananas are harvested, leading to a myth. We love myth busting here on the podcast. Have you ever heard that monkeys peel bananas from the end opposite to the stem because they know that banana spiders live in the banana tips? And the belief is that banana spiders lay their eggs in the banana plant blossoms. And, you know, a nest of baby spiders can end up in your breakfast or in your mouth. Well, rest assured that this myth is false. Banana spiders lay their eggs in the leaves of the banana plants and not in the banana blossoms because the banana blossoms just grow and change too quickly to be an ideal place to lay eggs. And just as a side note, have you ever peeled a banana and been told that you're doing it wrong because that's not how primates in the wild eat bananas? If you want to eat a banana the way monkeys and apes have been doing it for millions of years, you need to either bite into the side of the skin and tear it apart, or split it on the side and make a big mess, or just break it in half. As for me, the banana stem that makes a nice handle for easy peeling, that'll do just fine. Banana spiders are very shy, and if you happen to run into one of their webs, they will scoot away or drop down into the ground and hide from you. These guys don't want to hurt you or attack you or bite you. 
Hopefully, as you're walking along, you'll run into a barrier web before you hit their main web. Unlike their big, intricate main web, the barrier web is just a mess. It's a bunch of random strands of silk. And while it does collect insects, it's there as a shield. It's there as a barrier. So hopefully you hit that first and then go around and not hit the main web. But if you do run into the main web, they'll just repair it. Some spiders will put up a new web every day. Banana spiders will just repair the holes. And if a web is too far gone, they will eat the silk, which is cool. Banana spiders recycle. They would rather not bite you, but if you walk into their web and into them, they might defend themselves. They are venomous and deadly, but only if you're an insect. Their bitey little mouth parts might do some mechanical damage to your skin, but you are going to be okay. Science has been trying to find a way to sustainably produce banana spider silk for everything from fishing line to clothing to medical uses like repairing broken bones or helping with wound care to safety equipment. The problem is that you can't have a spider farm. There's a lot of infighting and cannibalism among spiders that are in close proximity to each other. So what can you do? Well, in 2010, scientists successfully implanted genes from banana spiders into two female goats called Sugar and Spice. They waited until the goats gave birth and lactated, and lo and behold, spider silk proteins were present in their milk. Those proteins could be filtered out, dried, and used to create silk without any health risks to the goats. That's awesome. Unfortunately, that biotechnology company went under, the goats were sold, and nobody knows what became of them. Soon after that, Utah State University began genetically modifying about 20 goats to produce silk. But extracting spider silk from goat milk is very, very time-consuming and expensive, and nobody has been able to produce commercial quantities of it so far. But the strength that banana spider silk has is something that people are trying to replicate for all sorts of reasons. Do hope you enjoyed that. We will talk to you tomorrow with another little tidbit about spiders. Thanks for joining us, and talk to you soon. You've been listening to a podcast of the Podfix Network. Discover more audible gems like this at podfixnetwork.com. Make sure to catch up-to-the-minute network shenanigans by following at Podfix on Twitter, official underscore Podfix on Instagram, at Podfix Network on Facebook. And make sure to subscribe to Podfix Presents wherever you choose to find podcasts. The Podfix Network, artist owned and loved.